welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Craig Fay, And I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And this week on the podcast, we're getting into it. We're doing Batman forever. So fun. We've done Batman Returns. We've done Batman and Robin. We're going to the jelly and the jelly sandwich. <laughs> Batman Forever. Batman Forever. <laughs> I had never seen this movie. You hadn't. I had not. I don't know how I, I missed this one. I don't know how that, well, probably because I was five when it came out. You but were five. Wow. Okay. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's probably how I missed this one. I just like never went back to watch this one. And honestly, I think it's a lot of fun. I laughed a lot. <laughs> yeah. I think this may have been the first Batman movie that I ever saw in theaters. Like, I, oh, wow. I remember going to the theater and being like, I'm excited to see a Batman movie. Mine was um, Dark Knight. Yeah. And uh, I think I remember, like, I didn't get it at the time or I didn't like oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and we were talking before this. We're like, is this a bad movie? I don't know. <laughs> I just don't think it is. I don't know. Like, I had a lot of fun. It's super cheesy, but I think it knows it's super cheesy. Yes. I think it really leans into Batman being ridiculous also. Yeah. He has, a, he has several lines that are just, like, tremendously hilarious. Yes. I think, and, and, like, the villains in this are having so much fun. Like, Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones, as we were saying, are just, like... Seems like they're just having the time. They're they're chewing the scenery. They're Both super over the, the top. It's, yeah, the costumes are incredible. They are like they seem they're like, incredible. Like they seem really different. They're really different from like uh, Batman Returns, where it's all like dark and brooding and like all this. No, and it it's like, like a fun comic and book. neon. Yeah, and I was like, and again, I was like, I got about halfway through this, so I was like, wait, this is kind of this is fun. Yes. You know, and and I but even when the movie ended, I was like, do I like this? Like, I don't know. It's I think I liked it. I like when it's cheesy. I like when people are dying and they're like, whoa, no. <laughs> like it's I like it. Pour it on me. The the part I will say that I laughed the hardest, and I re I did not remember this part. I rewound it and watched it multiple times. I took a picture of it. I I, I finished the movie and scanned back to show Cat at home, which is uh, the party and like you know because it's it's a Batman movie, so obviously there's a party that's get crashed by the villain. Of course, I don't know how that's a trope of Batman movies, but it is. It truly is. And he smashes through the window, and they cut, and it's just one guy, and it's like a child is saying it. He goes, "Batman, yay!" <laughs> <laughs> Ah. He goes, it's Batman! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Died laughing. Oh, Died yes. laughing. Well, I was like, oh, that's how did that not how did that not get cut? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't care. No. Because they know what I think they knew what movie they were making. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Leave it in. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh <laughs> But guys, if you have not seen Batman Forever, uh, this is the Val Kilmer Batman. So you got Val Kilmer as uh, Bruce Wayne Batman. And uh, the movie starts with essentially a bank heist where it's uh, Two-Face is in this building where they keep the safe on the top floor for some <laughs> stupid reason. Anyway, I and, love that. <laughs> and Batman shows up. You know who Batman is. We meet uh, uh, Dr. Chase Meridian, played by Nicole Kidman, who is just immediately down for Batman. Like, she oh, is flirting. She's in. She is, like, she is <laughs> flirting so heavily with Batman. 
she's an expert in abnormal psychology and very particularly people with a split personality. Whoa. Um, so they're trying to talk Two-Face down from this thing. And uh, Two-Face is like, no, no, this is all just like to trap Batman. And Batman goes up to try and save this guard. And there's <laughs> hot acid <laughs> being poured into the... He gets trapped in the safe and they take off with the safe on a helicopter. And there's hot acid splashing around. And Batman like steals the guard's um, <laughs> hearing aid and cracks the safe. <laughs> Swings the safe back in, and then uh, Two-Face gets away, but it's a whole thing. And then we cut to um, where Bruce Wayne, and he's meeting with, like, he's taking a tour of Wayne Enterprises. And we, Edward Nigma, uh, who is uh, played by Jim Carrey, and he's like, I'm crazy. I can beam TV into your mind. And then Bruce Wayne is like, wouldn't that also allow you to read the person's mind? And he's like, yeah, whatever. And Bruce, like, basically ends I love up, how that's common knowledge. Yeah. It's like, well, clearly. Clearly. If, if you can beam in, you can beam yeah, out. We all know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so he's got this, like, mind-reading thing. Uh, not Bruce Wayne, but his boss fires him for, like, being an asshole. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, Edward Nigma, aka the Riddler. Um, I don't. I'm not spoiling anything by telling you that it's, he turns into the Riddler later. Uh, uh, like basically fakes this guy's suicide, pushes him out the window, and finds that his device can also like suck up other people's intelligence, so it mm. makes him super smart. Um, and then, uh, da, 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 da. oh, then Edward Nigma is like, "Fuck you, Bruce Wayne," and starts sending him like riddles. Um, and then, and then this, there's so many plot lines in this. It is actually wild. It bounces around Ram. a lot. It bounces around a lot. Uh, <laughs> so this is not maybe necessarily in the order, but then Bruce Wayne goes to this charity circus, uh, the Gotham charity circus. He, he takes, uh, Miranda Chase, uh, with her, with him as his date and um, Two Face shows up at the uh, at the circus, and there's this 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 circus this acrobat troupe uh, called the Flying Graysons, uh, and <laughs> and uh, Two Face is like, I'm gonna blow up this <laughs> circus. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if somebody here doesn't tell me who Batman is, yum, 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 everyone's yum. freaking out. Yum, yum, yum. Val Kilmer's standing up in the middle of a circus yelling, I'm Batman! I'm, I'm Batman! Batman! <laughs> and no one can hear him. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Dick Grayson, uh, <laughs> Chris O'Donnell, like takes this giant Ooh. comically sized ball with a ticking time bomb on it, takes it out of the top, throws it in the river, and um, but then Two Face like shoots his, the rest of his family and they fall to their death. He's an orphan now. Bruce Wayne uh, adopts this clearly of age child, adult, like, like adult, like voting. I like, like scream smoking. Cereal. Yes, like I. The way I thought I lost my freaking mind when they were like, like well, he's you got need nobody to, in the world. He owns his own adopted. motor. He owns his own motorcycle. Gee, just ask him to be your roommate. Yeah. Anyway. For the love of God. But that's kind anyway, of the sorry. classic Robin so origin story. So funny. Um, <laughs> he's like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stick around. I wanna kill Two Face. And Val Kilmer's like, I don't know why I keep calling him Val Kilmer. I guess Val Kilmer is like higher in my mind than Bruce Wayne. I don't know. Yeah, there's uh, something about it. But Bruce Wayne is like, you dig two graves, your life will be ruined. Don't seek vengeance. Because he, you know, you know Batman. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris O'Donnell, uh, Robin finds out the Batcave, takes the uh, Batmobile for like a joyride. Uh, and then Batman shows up and is like, 
how about you don't? And he takes out the rage of his dead parents on him or whatever. Uh, Two-Face shows up at a party that... Oh, okay. So then... <laughs> The Rid- then the Riddler's like, ooh, I like what Two-Face is doing. He's got good things. Shows up at Two-Face's yeah. lair and is like, hey, help me uh, uh, rob all these banks so we can start my company, which makes these boxes that sucks up people's intelligence and whatnot. And that's my big scheme. And Two-Face flips the coin. He's like, sure, let's do it. They do it. So they're robbing all these banks. Um, Batman can't seem to catch them. Um then uh, Edward Nigma is like hosting this party for like it's the launch of his new thing where now he can read minds right and they like get in and they find that Bruce Wayne is Batman like they read Bruce Wayne's mind they figure out that he's Batman Two Face crashes the party and it's like yeah it's Batman and <laughs> uh, Two Face like the Batman jumps out of a window to follow Two Face. They literally catch him in a tube and direct him into like an explosion place. An explosion. That's the only way I could. It's like they. It's they, our explosion hallway. Yeah, they it's put him in a hallway and then go. they direct explosions at him, and he's got a special cape and he gets out, but the the subway tunnel collapses on him, and who shows up to save him? But Robin, dressed mm. dressed in his old tights with a mask, and he pulls him out, and they get in a big fight because you shouldn't have been there, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, uh, then they after they discover that uh, Bruce Wayne is Batman, uh, Two-Face and Riddler go to his house, and they trash the Bat Cave, blow it all up, and then um, except for the two expensive vehicles that they fly out to fight them and one prototype suit, suit robin's prototype suit they finally dress up as the dynamic duo they hop in a boat they hop in a plane they fly to this island they start fighting um and uh batman or sorry the riddler makes batman choose between robin and uh chase and uh he's like i can't choose because i am both people (laughs) anyway and he jumps down a hole and grabs them both before they fall to their death and he tricks Two-Face and he throws coins at him and Two-Face falls to his death and then the Riddler gets like jammed in his own machine. Batman just throws a bat batarang at the whole thing and it explodes, dumps everything into the Riddler's brain. He goes insane and we sort of end the movie with uh, Dr. Manhattan, uh, Dr. Chase. I call her, keep calling her Dr. Manhattan, Dr. Meridian. <laughs> uh, being like, the Riddler knows who Batman is, and then it's like, he's like, I'm Batman, and he's fucking crazy in Arkham Asylum. And that's the movie, I yes. think. Yeah. I think. <laughs> uh, there's a lot going on yes. for, for a cheesy Batman movie. No, yeah. no, no. A lot happens in this movie. It's so funny. The whole thing is freaking hilarious. Although I love the idea <laughs> that there's a hallway for explosions. Yeah. <laughs> like you have like a shark room and then you have your explosion room. You're like, listen, you just go in this room and we blow you up. And I, I also just love that Batman can be uh, like railroaded just by like a flexible tube. Like like he's yeah. the dark knight and it's like, but you get him in a tube that goes the wrong way and he just shoots the wrong way. Yeah. Like that's, that's you get so an action funny. figure in a box, <laughs> it's over. Yeah, that's a, that is definitely an action figurable scene. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a piece of like uh dryer venting. <laughs> action figure goes down. You're done. Yeah. Okay, so our villains are clearly Two-Face and the Riddler. Yes. <laughs> I love it when we do superhero movies because it's so clear-cut. Oh, yeah. Who's, who's the villain? Who, the villains. <laughs> who's in the costume? <laughs> who's wearing the full green suit with question marks? 
probably him. <laughs> yes, those are the villains for sure. It's um, Two Face and the Riddler, and um, yeah, I'm here to defend him. I, okay, I love it. Do you want to start? Because I was like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay, I'll, I, I, I'll start with the Riddler, which is um, my big argument for him. Is that like watching this movie, other than being like a little nuts, and who isn't from time to time? Um, he's essentially just recreated social media. Social media? Okay. Like, like Facebook and Twitter and all the rest, where they're like, oh, you, you beam the images right in their head, and people become like zombies. They become addicted to it. Like, that's the biggest harm that they're like, this Enigma guy. I don't know. It's like a more addicting TV, and that's yeah. bad. And, oh, okay. And then he's like, and I also get people's information that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know right. things I about your, your credit card numbers yes, and your secrets and your bank. Yeah. And I was just like, that's, I mean, I don't think it's not evil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I <laughs> but get it. I also think it's like, you know, when it, like I, I don't like it when it rains either. It's I, <laughs> you know, like I get wet when it rains, and you know, that's it's just so interesting. I actually agree with you way more than the thought I had because I was thinking more like VR. I was like, okay. oh, this is like a cool VR experience where you can be anything. Oh, and it do seems anything. neat. Yeah. And but you're right. I think it's probably closer to social media. I like that better. Yeah. Like, it makes more sense to me. Well, it's like some combination of, like, VR and social media yeah. is how they portray it. They're like, it's images in your brain. And you're like, great. Also, I couldn't stand how quickly he was brushed aside for his work. It was like, clearly this is a huge scientific breakthrough. <laughs> Bruce, a minute if we could. Yeah. If we could take a moment and just look at this and see if maybe there's a different application here. Medical imaging. Something. Uh, training. Yeah. Like. Uh, helping paraplegics. <laughs> yes. Like literally being able to read people's minds and take information out of it is, uh, of course, everything's a double-edged sword, but like, you're right. Absolutely. There's so probably valuable. some positive applications to this. Yes. Okay. Yes. Also, I love, okay, so I love the scene where, first of all, uh, the Riddler's obviously obsessed with Bruce Wayne. Like, he really holds him on a pedestal. Is like, this guy's like my idol. I love him. He has like photos of him yeah. <laughs> around. He's really obsessed with him. And first of all, his boss stifling him. Yeah, his creativity. An uncredited Ed Bigley Jr. <laughs> 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 he's he's stifling his creativity, okay, in in a sector that's supposed to be all innovation. It's supposed yes. to be just like sit around and think about new things that we could do. Yes. Um, you still own this property. Like, this is your company. You own this property. Why don't you just let this man kind of tinker away at this? Be like, hey man, maybe we'll start with like I, I don't know, some animals. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or something else. Or like, I don't know. It, it looks cool. Let's look into this. Instead of like, I told you once and I'll tell you again. It's done. It's done, kid. 
It's too dangerous, this technology. Because oh. somehow we know automatically <laughs> <laughs> that if you can beam it in, you can beam it out. That's just no. That's a that's that grade so that's grade four science is what that is. So funny <laughs> that this is just like common Gotham knowledge. Like, listen, yes. we have video watches and we know. <laughs> we know. We you were taught this in school, remember? It was gravity pulls things down. And electricity is measured in voltages. And if you can beam it in, you can beam it out. Am I right, kids? <laughs> Force equals MA. You can't push a rope. And if you can beam it in, you yeah, can beam, beam it, it out. out. <laughs> that sounds like something like a like like a grizzled father would say. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, the, I the, love amount that. Of, the amount of good advice. And I'm not saying this ironically at all. That is, if you can do this, you can do that. <laughs> is it's so many pieces of good advice. Take that. Like, like the one my mom always said was like, I always get would get stuck in a tree. Like I'd climb up and like scream, <laughs> it, scream. That's, no, I, like I'd climb the tree in my front yard. Right. I get stuck up there, couldn't get out, and my mom would yell at me from the kitchen like if you can get up you can get down and it was like that tough love kind of like that's adorable right that's because, an adorable story yes. wow and then i told <laughs> like, her this have i told you this and then like years later like i'm like an adult sort of thing and we i i told her this like with the whole family around we're like at a dinner table mm. and i was just like i just remember when mom like yelled at me like i was stuck in a tree and she's like you can get up you can get down and just how much it hurt me like i was just like oh no my mother has abandoned me up a tree and she she just looks at me. She goes, "That was probably like the twentieth time that day that you'd crawled up that damn tree and got yourself stuck." And she's like, "And I was watching you the whole time. Like I knew it. I knew that you could get down fine. And I did. I'm yeah. here now. I'm not still in the I'm tree. I'm here now. <laughs> We're actually recording this in a tree. tree. Yeah." <laughs> That's so funny. Never got down. That yeah. story's adorable. Yeah, it's really sweet. God damn. So it's kind of an ethos I live by. I'm not, yeah, without being. I wasn't planning on getting this sentimental today. Yeah, I know. Neither was I. I was like, oh, Batman forever. Here I'm we feeling go. feelings over here, Craig. We got to move um, along. But like, you're, I do love that in this thing. Like, it's set up like an intellectual sweatshop for Bruce Wayne. Like, yes. it's just this like long rows of frenzied scientist just being like, I got to think of something like it. Uh, that to me was so funny. I was like, that's not how science is done. Absolutely. And I do think he like the Riddler pushes back when he's like, Oh, call my secretary. And I think that's supposed to look like frenzied, but I'm like, no, no, no. He knows what that means. He knows that's an, yeah. he knows what that means. Everybody knows what that means. Call my secretary is the biggest fuck you. Yeah. Call my secretary is like when your parents are like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, no. That's a, a no. That's a no. That's a no. If it's not a yes, it's a no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I. I no, you're right, and it's like, and I, as so, murdering your boss, villainous for sure. But like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, but well, you know what the biggest crime to me was there was he's like dangling out not, the window. Not murder. Not the murder. It's it's the the other part. Uh, is like when his boss is like, because he's got the headset on, right? And he pushes yes. him out the window. He's like all tied up. Mm -hmm. And he says this line where he goes, uh, sorry to say, I'm not fired. You're the one that's fired. Or should I say terminated? And he like pulls the helmet off and he falls to his death. Yes. It bugged me so much because the, the line there is let go. It's let oh. go. <laughs> oh. 
You know what I mean? Of course it is. Of course. Like, I know terminated is also like killed, but it's like, sorry, or should I say let go? Boo, and that's the line. That's Fuck what. You, that's the Craig. biggest crime. That's great. That's the no, biggest you're crime. No, you're you're absolutely. You know what? <laughs> when you said the murder's not the worst crime, I wasn't planning on agreeing with you, but you really brought me around. <laughs> that's so funny. The t- the line is let go. Yeah. Fuck you, right? And to to finish off the sort of the thought of this is just social media, right? Which is, um, he's gathering information about people and whatnot. Like, the uses that he's putting it to are so much more benign than what, mm-hmm. like, Facebook and Google and all of them are doing. Yes. Right? Where he's just like, I kind of just want to use everybody's brain as extra computing power so I can be the smartest man in the world and solve yeah. problems. Whereas, like, Google and Facebook are like, uh, we want to sell you sneakers. <laughs> And we want to sell you things. We want to listen to your conversations and let you know when, like, Dairy Queen is a block away because mm, we know what temperature it is and we know that you got a bit of a sweet tooth. Good and we Lord. know that if we uh, say Dairy Queen that you're probably going to go get a blizzard. You know? I feel like you're doing it to me right now. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> man, I could hit a little DQ. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, it is it is really crazy how... Uh, how close it'll like I'm like oh I was talking about pastries one time like specifically croissants yeah and it pulled it up immediately like the closest spot I could Unreal. get them in Toronto yeah I was like that's guys we're not even trying to hide it you know what I mean no we're not even one layer <laughs> beyond it's really actively in my face right now <laughs> Woo! and like I'm not saying it's not like it's not wrong. Like, what the Riddler did is wrong. Yes. But it's like, it's so disturbing to me that it didn't strike me as abnormal or out of place watching this movie in 2023. I was just Mm. like, oh, yeah, no, that's just how the world works now. (laughs) (laughs) Chilling. You know? I was like, why is Batman so upset about this? That's how the world works. It's like, as I said, it's like Batman trying to fight the rain. It's like, it's just the way the world works, man. I'm sorry the thunder scares your dog, but Batman can't fight thunder. Yes. I also think um, this guy could have handled this a little differently. Like, if I saw one of my employees freaking out, first of all, working overtime. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Secondarily, freaking out. I'd be like, I wouldn't be like, you're super duper fired now. Like, (laughs) I don't think... That's the move. You know what I mean? I agree. But do you think Bruce Wayne has a good mental health policy? uh, Certainly not. (laughs) This is a theme throughout uh, all of Gotham. That asylum, chilling. Yeah. No one's one's going there getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We put it on Lightning Hill. (laughs) (laughs) It's always storming here. We don't know why. We put it on Lightning Hill. Beyond this creepy, creepy, like creaking gate. Yes. Okay. Come on down to the padded rooms where we have no medication. We only have doctors that have previous relationships with the patients, which is a huge no no. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. You know anything about therapy? That's not, yeah, we should be doing that. You can't be the person to assess them when you have been. They're kidnapping victims. No, no, no. We only have therapists. Consistently, we only have therapists 
that um, deeply fall in love with these uh, cases yeah. they have. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Problematic. <laughs> Very much so. Problematic. Okay. Yeah. There's no. There's obviously a huge wealth disparity. <laughs> happening within Gotham. And I got to tell you, like, honestly, there's a lot of things in this movie, obviously, I don't like, as far as villains being right, I'm like, oh, no, I don't agree with this. I don't agree with that. I got to tell you, I have never in my life shed a tear for any any news story that's like, they stole a bunch of diamonds. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, did they? <laughs> I'm so sad. Is what the, the diamond man losing some money today? I don't yeah, care. You're never stealing diamonds out of the the, the hands of, of starving orphans. No, 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 no. no, 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 no I've no. never shed a tear for no. a headline of like, oh, you know, Kim Kardashian got her jewels stolen. Fuck. Fuck, <laughs> I guess that's what happens and when you got jewels. Uh, shit happens. <laughs> I would say on a scale, if, if I scaled down like how much she makes versus how much I make, I've lost that a hundred times. <laughs> Just leaving stuff in cabs or oh, yeah, you're right. oh oh like you mean as a proportion a of proportion, your anger? Yes. Yeah 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah. No, yeah. just consistently. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh for sure. I'm not worried about for it. For sure. And how are you critiquing like something as being too dangerous when you're a fucking billionaire that literally owns a fighter jet? You know what I mean? Oh I mean, like I, that no. technology is too dangerous, but I I you know because like a lot of what Bruce Wayne thinks is too dangerous is just by definition something he doesn't feel he could control. Right. Because he is in his mind the the judge, the jury, everything, right? Like he is justice. Yes. Okay. He is basically just doing what everyone else is doing in this movie, which is just running around for vengeance. That's it. He's yeah. just trying to chase some sort of fantasy that he's running through because his parents were murdered. Um, and refusing to talk about it with, <laughs> with the al therapist. Although I will say this one movie, I don't know if there's another example of this because I'm trying to think if maybe I've missed another Batman movie, but I don't think I've ever watched a Batman movie where Batman was trying to reveal his identity so hard consistently. <laughs> Consistently. Yeah, he doesn't abuse. You're right. You're right. I was like, not one of that crowd heard you say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> actually, in the chaos, I heard Bruce Wayne just yelling, I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> like, I think, and like, it takes nothing for him to want to tell the doctor. No, like, he's nothing. just like, I mean, like, she is throwing herself <laughs> at both Batman and Bruce Wayne. Listen, like, she I kind of get it. I do too. I, I kind it. of feel like she's the most, she's one simultaneously the most ridiculous and most grounded character in this whole thing. Oh, absolutely. Which if I'm is living in just... Gotham, I'm whipping ass. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're whipping ass? Yeah, I'm absolutely, I'm out there. I'm trying to get Batman for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're You're like, that's, that's oh. like the Mount Rushmore of, of fucks in uh, Gotham City, for like, sure. Like, listen, if you grew up with Barbie dolls, there's got to be something going on with this Ken doll situation. I just have to subscribe. Okay, I get this. Okay. Yeah. okay. Although, I don't think it's very professional of her. I, I question her credentials <laughs> at certain <laughs> points in this movie. Because, like, there's something... Listen, if I went to a therapist or, like, some sort of, you know, psycho... Like, some sort of... I don't know. Somebody in that field. In, the, yeah. in that mental health field of like how do these guys think what's going on i treat people whatever if i show up and they're like 
This is my dream doodad. <laughs> it wards off bad dreams. I'd be like, I'm actually out. I don't know. Who. <laughs> I don't think you're the doctor for me, maybe. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't yeah, believe that. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not saying these doctors can't believe that, but I'm not saying, I, I just don't think you should whip it out. I think, yeah, I think that's like, I think it works better as a metaphor for yeah, this yeah, culture yeah. had some belief about how you're this split person with dreams and whatever. The thing that made me laugh so hard in this movie was when Bruce Wayne was like, yeah, I've been having these dreams. I'm, I'm now even having them in the daytime. I'm like, do you mean daydreams Bruce Wayne <laughs> do you mean day have you not heard of those yes they happen <laughs> y your mind will wander yeah he's <laughs> like sometimes I think about my dead parents and I'm like yeah I think I, people would tend to I do that yeah oh really I think that's a super normal thing <laughs> why Bruce what happened <laughs> <laughs> going around talking like your dead parents like it's not the most famous story in this entire city like people are literally whispering about that as you walk in the room like oh poor Bruce Wayne did you hear what happened to his parents yeah. like, it's like this This is I think the third movie in a row Batman Batman Returns Batman Forever that covers it real well oh it is a it is well trodden yeah. territory oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I found so funny about this, though, is like he's going through all this like mental. He's like, I'm remembering things and maybe I have repressed memories yeah. and whatnot. And it turns out the repressed memory is him like freaking out at his parents' funeral, going for a run, falling in a cave. And then like he sees the bat flying at him and he's like, oh, that's it. It's it's a well known kind of Batman thing. He falls oh, yes. in the cave. He, he sees the bat. But it's like presented here as a repressed memory. And I would just fucking love if when he finally remembers that repressed memory and he goes, oh, I guess it wasn't a bat. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's oh! just like some oh! weird fucking possum crawling That's out. That's so funny. And just being like, I've wasted. Oh my God. I I've wasted my life. <laughs> That's so funny. It's just big, like a beaver. Yeah. Like it's just a big rat tail possum with many, like all the baby yeah. possums hanging off her belly. <laughs> I should have been Gooseman. <laughs> I love that. Fuck. That's that's a great pitch, man. Yeah. I would love to see that. That's what if so Batman had funny. seen any other animal? That scene also really made me laugh because he's like, I saw it and I knew it was my destiny. But just the way he said it, I couldn't stop picturing it like it was so... Like he was some sort of like, I don't know, girl that had gone on a trip and was discovering herself. She's like, yeah. I just saw a dolphin and I knew it was my destiny. I just knew that I had to get that tattoo. I knew it was my destiny. I saw it. It was a vision. Oh, <laughs> like my God. Okay. <laughs> I know that this is somewhat covered in Batman Begins, but I want Bruce Wayne's Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> yes. I yes. want him being... <laughs> <laughs> but all the soft parts, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, the the travels of Bruce Wayne, where he doesn't get into fights in in you know Chinese prisons and that sort of thing. Absolutely, no. I want to yes. I want to see the softest version yeah. of Batman. I want to see him go to Italy and have a gelato that blows his fucking. Mind. <laughs> he cries. <Yeah. laughs> he cries. <laughs> the music, well, it just, I, yeah, I really want this. He just 
just whispers or, into it, I'm Batman. I just, I just, <laughs> much different path I think he would end up on, you know? Just uh, that guy, he just needs to treat himself every once in a while, and that would be... Kind of oh nice, you know? yes, he does um, seem like uh, the type of man to deny himself a treat. I love that this movie opens with, "You should pack a sandwich. I'm gonna hit the drive-through." Oh, and I—I I mean, maybe you don't remember this, but that was for sure in a McDonald's commercial. What? Oh, uh, like okay. like they yeah. shot that and put it in the movie so they could use. Because the thing about this movie is, um. Uh, toy companies and fast food places hated Batman Returns. <laughs> they hated it because they were like, oh, we want to see this perverted, big-nosed Danny DeVito spewing blood all over himself? That's not going to sell milkshakes, Tim. That's not going to sell milkshakes, Mr. Burton. And so they switched it up, and they were that like... so true. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, like, so they were like... This is this is an homage to fast food. Is basically oh, what this is. That makes is. so sense. Everything's a toy in this. Everything's movie. a toy. There's everything that, is a toy. There is a chase, a, a car chase that's just in the middle of this movie that is not motivated by anything that happens before it or after it. They literally just cut to it. Batman's driving around the city, and Two Face tries to like carjack him, and. Batman gets away by like driving the Batmobile up the side of a building and you go there's a brief moment where you say why the hell is this scene in this movie and you go toys it's there yes. for toys because we need a Batmobile that goes up the side of the building oh my god maybe there's a sick part of me that misses commercials yeah <laughs> or like that type of I commercial mean, you know what I, I mean and I to this day I remember it was like McDonald's had the like the the glass glasses, yes. the collector's edition with like Riddler and Two Face and Batman and Robin on them, and it was like I remember what those looked like. So clearly it worked oh, on yeah. the core demographic of I'm a how old? This is ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. So I would have been like eleven years old when this movie came out. Oh my god! You know what really blew my mind? Because uh, the first scene she's in, I couldn't really tell, but I was like. Is that Drew? <laughs> Is that Drew Barrymore? Oh my God! <laughs> yes, so that's that was Drew Barrymore. Yes. I freaked out. Yeah, I forgot that she was I freaked in this out. too, and I just realized why. By the way, we can picture these glasses so well because our producer Andrew just <gasps> handed us the actual glasses oh my god <laughs> i've got this is the robin one what oh you yes got? we've got a robin we're oh, okay well this is diana's robin, yeah, yeah, a robin yeah. household okay yes. that's amazing that is amazing that's, that's so funny oh my god no wonder i can picture them we've yes. probably drank <laughs> out of them <laughs> <laughs> yes. that's so cool um yeah drew barrymore i was like oh right yeah, plain sugar. <laughs> sugar and spice. And, uh, oh, I forget her name right now, but uh, she's she's also, a, oh, that girl. Um, mm. She was in the the craft and... Uh, um, right, right, right. Uh, oh, Debbie Mazur. Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I really like that addition too, and I loved the visual of like Two Faces Lair where it was like it was split in half. Yeah, because you can't like, make decisions. There was like a lot of fun stuff in this movie. Like I, that's really fun, I it think. It is fun. They and each I make them a different meal. Like that's, I like that. It is fun. It is fun. Yeah, and I, I think I appreciate it more now, mm. like 20 years later or whatever it is. I think if you take this movie seriously, you will have a bad time. 
Right. I think if you just go, no, 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 don't just turn off your brain, sit back, listen to some cheesy lines, some amazing costumes, yeah. set design, like situations where you're like- A couple musical stings that felt like they were from the uh, 60s Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I think it just, this movie, I love a movie that leans in. Yeah. This movie's leaning the fuck in. Okay, they're not They're not being shy. Yeah. Um, so Two-Face, we haven't really talked about Two-Face Two -Face. a lot. Um, murderous, he's just on a, he is on a John Wick rampage, this man. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> No, sure. uh, and I was I was waiting to get to Two Face. Okay, okay, because okay, okay, okay. Um, I think I have I can prove to you, oh, statistically and mathematically that Two Face is good, and that Two Face exists in an overly oppressive society that overcriminalizes most behavior, and that at its worst, trying to kill Batman is a morally neutral act. Uh, I well, first of all, I love it. Please continue. <laughs> I okay. love it. Please, I love when you come in with this kind of heat, okay. Craig. I love it. All right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna Woo! lay some stuff on you, but first, yes. I need you to agree to uh, uh, four four very basic tenets that I think are going to be largely un uncontroversial to you and to our listening audience. Okay, okay, I love it. Uh, uh, proposition number one: Two Face uh, makes the majority of decisions by flipping a coin. Yes, particularly moral decisions. Fact. Right. His main character arc, right? Yes, his factual, main... factual, okay, done. consistent. No, no argument there. No. All right. Point number two: that the coin is fair. This actually doesn't matter, but just it's a fifty-fifty chance. Yes. For his coin, Absolutely. every time. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Point number three: um, that every decision, no decision can be made in isolation. So it's all based on the decisions that come before it, right? Like you deciding whether or not you're going to have coffee today at the recording mm -hmm. is based on you deciding to come here, which you know, is based on how late you stayed up last night, which is based on, you know, all these decisions all the way back to you deciding to do this podcast, right? Yes, I do want a coffee. Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, we'll get one after. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you can see, like, like you don't, you can't make the decision to kill Batman without having decisions that led up to that, right? Certainly. So all his decisions, these 50-50 decisions are compounding as we go. Yes. Yeah. And even when he reaches his final like his his final goal he still flips. Exactly. Yeah, so every decision So it doesn't matter the level of decision. Yes. Uh, but it's No he, decision is more important than the other it seems. No decision is more important than the other, but like all the outcomes of all the other decisions have sort of added up. Absolutely. To this, right? Absolutely. Okay. Fair enough. And then uh the final point um, is that Two-Face makes a very large number of these 50-50 decisions. Since his inception with the acid, he's mm. made a very large number of these choices. Yes. Okay, all that makes sense to you? Yes. All right, now, Rebecca, <laughs> what do you know about the central limit theorem? <laughs> Craig, I'm not going to lie to you. I think you know the answer. I think this yeah, is a rhetorical uh, question. Yeah. Okay, so here's what the central <laughs> limit theorem is. Okay. Here's what the central limit theorem is, is that if you take enough samples of something, that things are going to tend towards the middle. They're going to create a bell curve. They're going to create... A no, what we call a normal distribution. Okay. Right? So think of it like, you know, the Plinko board from uh, 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 um, The Price is Right? Yes. They drop the thing and mm -hmm. it bounces on the peg and it can go left or right? Yeah. Okay, so think of hitting each one of those pegs as two faces 50-50 shot, right? It okay. can go left, it can go right, it can be heads, it can be tails, it can be good, it can be evil. Mm -hmm. So you can think of each peg it hits 
as adding up, right? So if it moves to the right, that's like plus one. And if mm -hmm. it moves to the left, that's negative one, right? So in order for it to reach the very, very far end of the board, like all the way to the right, let's say, yes, it would have to hit peg, go right, 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 to get all the way over there, right? Mm -hmm. More likely it's going to go right, right, left, left, right, left, right, 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 left, you know, which means that most of those little disks are going to end up right in the middle. Yeah. And okay. it's going to trail off towards the ends. Mm -hmm. Okay. So morally, what that means is that if he's doing 50-50 shots on everything, mm -hmm. statistically speaking, he is going to end up at morally neutral. And the more samples you take, the more, the more uh, decisions he has to make, the more pegs he has to go down that board, the more it's going to tend towards the center and die out towards the ends. Which means that statistically speaking, Two-Face is in the moral center. There is a chance that he's an outlier. He's a, there's a chance that he got, you know, let's say 100 tails, and that puts him at the, the very extreme end of, like, villainy. Mm -hmm. Except that we see he's not. We see that his coin, sometimes his head, sometimes his tails throughout the movie, which means that he is living in this moral center area within one standard deviation, to use the, the two, uh, the, the right term, and that because all of his actions tend towards morally neutral, the fact that he is uh, persecuted as a villain just means that Gotham and its justice system persecutes more moral stances than it should. It's, it's, it's persecuting the moral center. Okay. Can I can I ask you a question? Because yes. I don't know if I'm a hundred percent. Here, here, here's would be my question. Because I think I think with that theory, you'd be running under the assumption that they would be on one side or the other, good or bad. Right. But I don't know if I would qualify not killing somebody as good, but more as neutral. So right. I feel like the curve is actually between neutral and bad which would curve it differently, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a fair point. That's a fair <laughs> Does point. Does that make sense? That's a fair point, right. Okay. But, but that, that goes back to my other premise, where it's like every decision is based on every other one, right? Okay. So, so like, if you're... Let's just talk about pure morally neutral. Like, yeah. do you, like something small. Um, do you steal a pack of gum or not? Right? Yeah. Stealing a pack of gum, bad. Not stealing a pack of gum, good. Right? Or neutral, because you're just not doing anything. Are you not, okay. <laughs> I, but my point would be it's like is if it bounces this way and that now all of a sudden you're you you've sort of opened that gate and now the next wrong thing that you do is going to push you more to that side right whereas if you do something good mm -hmm. then like the next thing could push you further towards the good side so i think there is a world where where depending on what state that you're in mm. if you do nothing or or choose not to do the wrong thing then that allows you to keep moving further, further towards good. Okay. Does that make sense? It does make it's sense. Like the, the, I just feel like, like walking around doing nothing is not <laughs> inherently <laughs> moving good. towards good. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but all this to <laughs> but say, I loved it. all this to say, statistically, uh, I mean, we've talked about how Batman is a bad person here. His obsession with killing Batman can't be too far from moral mm -hmm. center. 
It's a decision that like must be contained within this. Therefore, Batman is bad, and it is morally justified to try and kill him, which is most of his motivation in this movie, right? He just he doesn't really want much else other than justice against Batman. He does really want justice again, but it, I, I just feel like some of it's like at any cost. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean. <laughs> he is a tremendous villain, though. Like he I is. love the way he's styled. He's one of my favorite Batman villains of all time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. The, uh, I mean, right back to the animated series, Harvey. All right. Oh, yeah. I mean, he looked fucking badass in the animated. He series. He really did. Although that animated series, front to back. Is amazing. Yes, and I think it was prop. Was it still on the air in '95? I think it might have been. Yeah, it it looks. It still really holds up. Every yeah. once in a while, I'll throw it on again. Yeah, because I'm like, this is just good. Like the style of the whole thing is amazing. Yeah. Like I just love watching it. So colorful. But I just also love the idea of that guy being so conflicted. Like like putting my whole argument. <laughs> like <laughs> true okay. true talk here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like I love that. It's like I'm so conflicted as to what to do. I thought yeah. they did a great job of it in the Dark Knight. I mm-hmm. thought they did, um, yeah. Really oh, Dark good. Knight, yes. Like yeah, that, yeah. like with Aaron Eckhart and mm-hmm. like that sort of. I was like, I I love this character. I think mm-hmm. he's fucking hilarious in the Harley Quinn cartoon. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can remember him in the Harley. I yeah, he's kind of like that. a secondary character. Okay, cool. But, like, I have to go funny. back and watch that. Yeah, it's really. I'm like, this is exactly my speed. Yes, this is really up my alley. I think you got me to watch it for a bonus. Yeah, we covered like, uh, we covered season one in a bonus episode. Yeah, or somebody yeah. recommended it, or you recommended it. I can't remember, but I was like, oh yeah, whoever did this knows me really well. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel that. I, I yes, I want to say I think the doctor is not a great doctor, but yeah. I think she's. I don't know. I kind of like her motivations, like. I think it's hilarious that she knows like almost immediately that it's Batman. Like you know, yeah. what I mean? not almost immediately. From a kiss. It's like, <sighs> and here, here's I gotta tell you, I would never ever be able to identify that. <laughs> like probably not. <laughs> if they were real bad, though. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Actually, there's one man. I take that back. There's one man I would be able to identify on sight. I'm like this teeth licking motherfucker. <laughs> Just. That's got to be your like own personal code from now on. When someone's like a terrible kisser, just pull away from that kiss and just whisper to yourself, but audibly, uh, "You're Batman." You're Batman. <laughs> oh, you're I'm, Batman. You're Batman. You're Batman. I can tell you. And you'd be like, "What does that mean?" Don't worry about it. Uh, it means you're so rich, nobody's told you the, the truth. truth. <laughs> yes. But speaking of the Doctor, I will point out one very villainous thing that she does. Oh, okay. Which she goes, Batman. My place, midnight, and then falls asleep. (laughs) 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 She's all like done up in fucking lingerie and just like, you know, like draped in the most sex. I've never seen a sheet. Real sheets don't drape that sexy up for people. You know what I mean? They're a crumpled. I mess. mean, it's Nicole Kidman. It's Nicole Kidman. Ah. Sheets fall we'll on her. We'll allow it. We'll allow sheets it. Sheets fall on her a different way. Yeah. But then she's asleep in bed when Batman shows up. I was like, that is so fucking funny. I mean, like. You, I love that you're calling up like booty call rules. You're like, excuse me. me. Oh, I'm- you don't think Batman has better things to do at night than come by your place? That's his. That's the middle of his work day. Are you kidding me? Like midnight that's to 4 a.m. That's like. Work day. 
That's like that's like, hey, swing by my place for a quickie before work, and you're like, that'll be hot. And then they're like, not. Re- you're like, I gotta be at work, yeah. man. I gotta be at work. That's so freaking funny. Yeah, I didn't. You know what? I didn't even clock that one. And yeah. you're right. That's not good booty call form. <laughs> that's not. That's not. I mean, who amongst us has not made that mistake? You know what I mean? You 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 overplayed your hand. You yeah. thought you had a little more time and energy than you had. You know. The, the Uber took a little longer, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, I still think that's a still think that's a crime. How did you feel about old Robin? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a man. He's a man. He's a full man. Yes, that's the adoption thing. Absolutely fucking floored. It they was needed, so funny. The, yes, and here's the thing: I understand why you need an older Robin. Yes, y- you, I don't want to see an eight year old in trouble, right? I don't want like I don't think an eight year old can pull. A grown Batman out of rubble. Yes. You know. Um, so I get that, like, we want him young, but uh, not quite a child. So I think that makes sense. But, like, you needed another story other than adoption. Or you need to, because this whole movie is kind of ridiculous. Like, you need to make it ridiculous. Like, really point at it and be like, we know this is a man. <laughs> we have eyes. Yeah, like make him canonically 12. Yeah, yeah, like something insane. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I am 12 like, years old. I am 12. As like, Chris O'Donnell, like, shaves a yeah, full-grown yeah, yeah. like beard. something, you got to kind of lean into it. Yeah. Or you're right, just change it a bit. Because, like, um, Nicole Kidman's character wasn't, I believe, a Batman character. No, like, no, Like, it was somebody no. that was written in specifically for this movie because it was kind of like, well, I don't, I, I don't know what the what the thought was, but they were like, all we right. We need someone sexy. We need, we some, need someone sexy. This this movie is targeted at, yes, at credentials. 12 to 14-year-old boys, and <laughs> we need them to look and both, at something And nice. both the villains are men, so yes. we got to... We got to do something. I here. mean, you can't you can't come off Michelle Pfeiffer in the cat suit and be like, "We're not gonna," you know. That these a, these <laughs> are the facts. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. What, Craig? <laughs> I was gonna say there's a giant pussy sized hole in this <laughs> from because of the cat because of Craig. Craig, I'm so sorry. Who are you? Me? What's happening? <laughs> but re- yeah, anyway, you're we're so sort of referring Catwoman. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 you're uh, funny. You're funny. <laughs> you're funny. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. But anyway, I yeah. I shouldn't have said that. I don't know, but Robin is such an interesting character in this movie because I feel like on the surface, this is his movie. This is a movie about like the villain killed your parents. I seek revenge. Yes. Um, Bruce Wayne learns how to um, be a different person. Like, is like, oh, I see somebody heading down the same road I am. I need to save mm-hmm. them from that. Like, that's a really nice story. And, like, we, I feel if I had a criticism of this movie is, like, we could have done with one less villain and focused more on that story. Oh, line. interesting. You know what I mean? Because we're not even introduced to him as a character until 30 minutes into the movie. We're first introduced to uh, uh, Meridian Chase, uh, Dr. Chase, Dr. Meridian, the Joker. We're introduced to Two-Face. And like half an hour in after we've established all these characters is like, oh, and by the way, Robin's in this too. Yeah. I think like that should almost be like the initial inciting incident is his parents are killed. He's got to seek 
he's got to learn how to seek justice on his own terms. Bruce has got to come to terms with that. You know, like, I think that just makes a tighter movie. I don't know if that'd be as, as fun, but... Oh, no, this is a really... This movie feels like it just keeps, like, glitter bombing you. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Like, just like, bomb, 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 bomb. Like, you just don't know. Things are flying at you. They're flying at you. They're happening. I kind of like it. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with you. It'd probably make like maybe a better movie, but I don't think this movie needs to be a better movie. Fair enough. <laughs> Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think it needs to be a better movie. Anyway, I don't know. Are you ready? Yeah, I think I, I think, think we've we've <laughs> beat this to death. We beat it to death. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm so excited to hear what you have for <laughs> because yeah. every time we do this, and Craig goes. There's no way we have the same scales. I no. get so excited. Yes. Okay, so what do you got for uh, your so scale? So I've just got, I've got the statistics scale. Uh, so on a scale of a flip of a coin uh, to winning the lottery, uh, I am going to give Two-Face the Monty Hall problem. Oh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I, I can't explain it, but he's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I like that. Uh, I'm doing the Riddler, uh, which is nice. Uh, yeah. So I've got the, um, <laughs> this is such a stupid, I've got uh, al alternative uh, alternative titles. Oh, nice. So um, from uh, Night Flyer Daddy Endlessly to uh, Nocturnal Punchy Man Always, I am going to give uh, the Riddler a winged single wealth daddy for eternity. <laughs> Love because it. you're not right. It's, uh, yeah, you're kind of freaking people out. <laughs> it's just not right. <laughs> love it. Love it. Uh, and guys, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple of ways you can help out the podcast. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Villain was right on Facebook. If you would like to email us, you can email us at villainwasright at gmail.com. Please send in your suggestions. This, I believe, was a suggestion. Uh, we love doing them. It makes our work really easy. And then we do the stuff that you want to listen to. Uh, and if you have a couple of bucks. Yeah, if uh, you have some money, you can support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash right. Patreon is a monthly subscription service where you get to support the artists that you love. And in return, you get some amazing benefits. So if you choose to support The Villain Was Right, um, at uh, our $7 a month level, you get uh, two bonus episodes every month. Rebecca picks one. I pick one. And these are movies where the villain wasn't necessarily right. So uh, this month... Um, we did uh, RRR, and uh, we we're also covering Josie and the Pussycats, which if you love a little bit of cheese, that is, what a sweet per movie oh, that is. Perfection, uh, perfection. Uh, can't wait to, so check that out. Um, as well, we have other tiers where you have ad-free episodes, early releases of episodes, and voting on our audience choice. So find the tier that's right for you at patreon.com slash right. And thank you so much to everyone who's already supporting us and everyone who uh, likes and listens to the podcast. We love you guys so much. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. I've got, uh, in honor, I've got a villain this week. So in honor of uh, Batman, a.k.a. a rich guy who doesn't do anything good, mm -hmm. uh, I have a villain, uh, Galen Weston Jr., everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's a is... fair one. That's a really good villain, actually. Yeah, so if you're not uh, aware or you're not maybe not from Canada, Galen Weston is the president and CEO of uh, the Loblaws Corporation, which is... A grocery chain here in Canada. Inescapable. Yeah, and inescapable. In inescapable. They, they also own Shoppers Drug Mart. And like, No Frills and like all these <laughs> other chains. 
Um, so really inescapable. And uh, he recently uh, hired a, 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 what do you call it? A uh, consultant to evaluate his pay. And the consultants that he hired uh, determined that he was underpaid to the tune of like uh, $1.5 million. So he got a $1.5 million raise for a total compensation of $8.4 million uh, at the same time that uh, food bank uh, attendance in Toronto is up 400%. 400% more people are going to food banks in Toronto be, since since the this year, and grocery prices are through the roof. Oh, it's insane! And it's this insane. guy's like, you know what? The best use of this money would be is giving myself another like nearly two million dollar raise. Oh, Just fuck you from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, fuck fuck you deeply and hard. Mm-hmm. You're the worst. I can't imagine You're the living with worst. yourself like that. Mm-hmm. Just fuck right off. Society is broken. That's my film. Absolutely. (laughs) Hope you trip on one of your bananas, bud. Oh, and they were also implicated in a price fixing scheme uh, for bread bread. over the last 15 years that they still haven't sorted out yet. For bread. They were like, we'll give you a $5 coop. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah. It's not worth the amount of time to fill out the paperwork. Anyway, that's, yes, that's a good one. That's a good one and a bad one. Yeah, I'm, it's a it's a real, it's I'm not like funny, already, it's a like real I world. feel like yeah, I, I'm like, fired ah. up over here. Like I feel, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel violent, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm worked up. Um, uh, so for my villain of the week, it is me again. You know how Craig versus technology is a regular segment. Uh, oh, no. Rebecca loses shit is my regular segment. <laughs> I lost some shit. I lost some shit. <laughs> Fuck. I okay. So I went into Edmonton to do a run of shows, and uh, the first night I'm there. Now, to be fair, I don't think this was 100% my fault. Okay, because I was I was not drunk. I was fine. This uh, one of the comics was driving me around, like kind of like shipping me from one show to the other because I had to because um, I had to get to a, the second show pretty quickly to headline it. Anyway, and he was kind enough to drive me home. Now, I realized uh, the next day that my um, my fanny pack, because that's what I, my preferred mode of wallet transportation, um, had a hole in it. So, like, if I opened, bo- if one of the zippers were open, anything could fall out, even if it oh. wasn't in that pocket, right? So, like, my back thing was open, and I was sitting in the car, and I guess it popped out, right? But I'm like... I'm freaking out the next day. I'm like, oh, man, I lost my wallet. Like, shit. I mean, it could have been worse. There were things that I was like, okay, at least I have my passport. So for whatever reason, I brought my passport. So I was like, okay, at least I can get on a flight and get back to Toronto. Okay, because if you have no idea, this becomes a big, like a bigger problem. Not an impossible problem, just a bigger, like it's a headache, right? Yeah. Um, and I had gotten paid that night, but only for one show. So I was like, again, could have been worse. Okay. Like could have been, I could have had more cash on me. This could have been a bigger problem, whatever. Right. But I text the, the guy that drove me, I text this kid and I'm like, Hey man, like, and I was pretty certain in my head. I was like, I think I dropped it in your car. I know I counted my money on the way to your car. I put it in my wallet. I had my wallet when I got into your car. So I'm pretty sure it's there. Right. So I text him and I'm like, hey, man, I think I left my wallet in your car. And he texts me back like five minutes later. He's like, nah, it's not there. And I'm like, fucking hell, dude, right? 
So I check my I check my bank and like nobody's used my card. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird. Cause I don't know if you guys know anything about Edmonton, <laughs> but if somebody finds your wallet, they are using that visa right away. There is <laughs> no question. Okay. I saw a woman wielding a stick on my first day in Edmonton. Okay. They're popping off there. All right. They, it can get a little dicey in Edmonton. And I think most of the time, if you lose your wallet, somebody's going to use your card right away. So I was like, okay, that's good. I still had like, I, I could still use like Apple pay. Like there was things that I was like, this could have been worse, whatever. Right. But I go like, I even retrace my steps. I go on like this huge walk, like back to the bar. I look outside where the car would have been. I was like, I don't know, maybe like I'll take any chance at this point. Right. Anyway. So Saturday, but I know I'm seeing this guy again on Saturday cause I'm doing another gig with him. Right. And so he texts me on Saturday to give me the deets. And he's like, hey, did you find your wallet? And I was like, because I didn't want to text him again and be like, hey, I don't believe you. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're nice enough to drive me around. Yeah, but. like you're nice enough to drive me around. Like, I don't want to tell you, but he's like a kid, right? Like, I think he did like a, you know, like a kid chat, like a quick, <laughs> like a loosey-goosey, whatever, right? So I text him back and I don't want to say anything. I'm just like. No, nah, I haven't found it yet. And it's kind of weird because nobody's used my card. That's what I say. Yeah. And he texts me back like two minutes later being like, oh, yeah, I was under the seat. <laughs> and I was like, bro, you didn't check <laughs> under the seat. What do you mean? And he was like, well, I checked the sides of the seats because I thought you sat down and it probably popped out of your pocket. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> It was really fun. I was really certain it was in the car, yeah. so I wasn't ever super panicked. This kid's super nice kid. Like, he's, you know what I mean? I just, it made me laugh so fucking hard. And then honestly, like, and I thought, oh, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky. And then like four days later, I left my headphones in an Uber. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Oh, no. And I was like, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I'm such an ass, man. <laughs> Woo, I oh. am a loose. That, yeah, that's loose. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're I'm just, things are dropping off you like. Uh, fucking hell, dude. Although, just a quick a quick side note that made me laugh so hard this morning. Just so you know, like, that my roommate and I are, are different flavors of the same person. <laughs> so she texts me this morning being like, dude, somebody went through my car again. And I was like, yeah, that's. Well, that checks out. We yeah. because one time we rolled up to her car and there was a guy actively going through it, and like and Lexi just hits the button right, and she, and he just goes oh, just like kind of surprised, and he just walks off, and we go oh that was that was weird, and we just got in the car and drove off. Holy shit! Well, what are we gonna do? Chase him down? Yeah, that's like. Get your nickels back or whatever. He also yeah. didn't really take anything. Like, I don't know if he took anything, maybe some snacks or something. I mean, she doesn't leave anything of value in the car, but it just makes me laugh so hard. I'm like, we are the same person. That's so funny. In a very particular way. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that's it for me. Um, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, follow me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy, Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. And uh, guys, next week we are going to be covering... <laughs> comedy classic question mark role models <laughs> does that movie hold up i don't know about that <laughs> um anyway uh guys that's it for us uh and this is the villain was right reminding you that your fate could be decided by the flip of a coin <laughs>
The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.